The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Thank you for joining us uh, here on Plant Profits uh, today. I am your host, Vern Davis. We are fueled by Protus Global, People Solutions. Uh, thanks for joining us. I have an exciting guest today, many uh, attributes that I want to get into today. She's considered a market maker in the world of cannabis. Uh, she's a strategic powerhouse, industry connector, and I really want to talk about that. An influencer who's been named a High Times Female 50 and Forbes 15 Powerful and Innovative Women in Cannabis. And she also participated on the Protus Global uh, Women CEOs in Cannabis Roundtable. Please welcome Rosie Medio to Plant Profits today. She is the CEO of Medio Communications. Rosie, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Thank you for such a kind intro. Uh, by the way, I, I love Protus. I love Samantha Ford. Um, it was great to be on that panel a few weeks ago. So thank you so much for having me. No. Oh. We couldn't have done it without you, of course. Uh, you are a market maker, and I'm um, I'm really interested in um, having you here today because I really want to. Uh, we haven't really talked to a lot of folks in pure communication like you, and I really want to dive into to what your role in the space is um, in many ways. But first, I really want to get to know you. And I want the audience here in Plant Profits to get to know you some and a little bit and and um, talk to us about your background and how you got to where you are, because I think the story is fascinating and interesting and not and probably not as um, not as rare of a story as it used to be 20, 30 years ago. So um, really, really interested in hearing more about that. But so why don't you you tell us about a little bit about where you grew up, who you are, et cetera. Great. Um, yeah, so I am a born and bred New Yorker. I grew up in the Bronx. Um, <laughs> Great. Yeah, I may live in New Jersey now, but still yeah. same area. So I grew up in the Bronx, um, went uh, to school in, to school in New York City, and went to college in Boston. I was okay. a communications major at Boston University. Okay. And when I graduated, I moved back to New York and uh, took a role as just you know, an entry-level PR role at Rubenstein Associates, one of the yes. foremost uh, it, PR agencies in the world. Absolutely. Um, and I cut my teeth there for, for a couple of years and, and worked for their head of uh, media relations and really learned how to pitch a story, understand like how to monitor news and tie in clients to what was happening in the world. Um, I started off there and then moved on to Alice and Broad PR, which is a lifestyle firm. And I worked mo mostly on food accounts and restaurants. Okay. Um, okay. And that really became my expertise. In 2005, I got engaged and moved out to Chicago with my fiance at that time. And yeah. when I left Alice and Broad and moved to Chicago, Chicago, I think that was 2004, actually. Um, I, I left and one of my clients that I brought to the agency left with me. They were a food company, uh, Popcorn Indiana. We got okay. a vote. I know Popcorn uh, Indiana. Yeah. So yeah. I was their publicist for many years. Got them on Oprah's list. And my, spe my specialty was specialty food. Yeah. And I started on my own one client in, um, in my bedroom in Chicago. Um, <laughs> and here we are today. Wow. So, so, so you, one client... 
right? Bedroom in Chicago, you, 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 you started this. So did you always know you wanted to be an entrepreneur and, and do your own thing? Um, I didn't. Um, my mother yeah. was an entrepreneur, so I think I just had a very good uh, role model. My mother sure. actually and my grandmother and my great aunts worked in family business together. Um, so women in business was just part of my DNA. I just didn't think anything other than I would work one day. Sure. Um, and I and I jumped in and it was just really a matter of I loved my clients. They loved me. So I just went on my own. It was sort mm-hmm. of the next step. Um, and that role actually you know, being in specialty food right. brought me into cannabis. So it seems like a strange disconnect. So, yeah. How did that, how did that work with the, so I, was, I was it on my multiple own. clients or, or yeah, one so client? I was on my own yeah. doing food and um, I got married. I had um, two children, had yeah. my third child. And when my husband worked in finance, after he had, I had my third child, he left his job um, and start, had a startup that was in the technology field. So when you have a startup, everyone becomes, part of the company. And I started dabbling in some tech because it was a tech startup. And then uh, because I had this food and and that really got me back into work, I'd taken a year or two off with my babies to be home. And when I got back into the field and food and tech are my background, that was sort of, that was my niche. And then then, uh, I followed my husband around a lot for work. So we were in Chicago, we were in New York. And in 2013, um, he left the startup and he was recruited to work for um, a, a firm out in Seattle. And we moved out there. Huh. And in Seattle or Washington had just become adult use. So we had moved out there. I was doing just a little bit, of, again, in my bedroom, in my pajamas, consulting. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait a minute. And your, and your girls, too, right? Girls. <laughs> I had three girls at that point. <laughs> Moved out to Seattle, had my fourth daughter. So I have four daughters. Yeah. Um, oh, you're so, wait a minute. You're, so your husband now I know his name is Daniel. So your 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 husband had had you and four girls. Yes, and people always say to him like, "Don't yeah. you want your boy?" I was like, "He's got five women adoring him. Why on earth would he want to have a son now?" Right. He's, he's, he's the king. Well, well did did he get a boy? Did a dog or cat boy? dog or anything like that we always say god gives you what you need um and he needed to be surrounded by women who you know the the girls and the women and uh it it worked out well for him and we're very proud to say we've got four and we say four daughters and people always like their jaws drop and i never that look honestly (laughs) that's great so you were in tech and food and 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 you're out in seattle Seattle, Mm -hmm. and i was just consulting so i took a project here and there yeah. Um, I had one long-term tech client that I'd been with, you know, for a year at that point. And someone knew that I had tech and, and food background. And I was approached to do the launch of a crowdfunding campaign for a cookbook. And it was a cannabis cookbook. A cannabis cookbook. Yep. It was from the guys, they were called the Stoner's Cookbook, and they're now called Herb. And Herb is a pretty well-known entity. Yeah. And they were the Stoner's Cookbook, and they were known for putting out content and recipes. And they were yeah. launching a hardcover cookbook and they were looking for somebody to launch their crowdfunding campaign okay. and they came to me and I had, I just went out of Seattle and I, I started to see lines at the dispensaries. Cannabis hadn't really been part of my life since like college. I didn't live in a legal market, mm-hmm. but it, you know, it was, it was starting to become part of the culture out there. And I jumped in it was a six week campaign and fast company, Mashable, the New York times. When I pitched the story, these were my wow. food contacts. Yeah. Like he had the exclusive and I'd always been good at my job and never been so good that I had 
five mainstream, like top tier media outlets clamoring for an exclusive. So after this campaign that was wildly successful, mm-hmm. a light bulb went off in my head. I said, hmm, mm-hmm. I can bring my mainstream background, my contacts, my expertise as being a publicist to this newfound industry. And as they say, the rest is all history. I started networking in Seattle. I started going to tech cannabis tech meetups. And I uh-huh. met a few uh, guys who had just uh-huh. exited um, a startup to privateer. It was called Leaply. They just had exited and they were starting a new venture called Headset. I met Cy Scott, Brian, and Scott yeah. Um, out in Seattle at a cannabis event. We really hit it off. And when they were launching Headset, they brought me on for the campaign. Six years later, we are still with Headset. Um, and we now represent 44 cannabis companies. Um, and by the way, I'm back in New York. So we've moved around a bunch. Oh, so you're back in New York? <laughs> I'm back in New York now, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Now, wh- why are you back in New York? So again, so mm-hmm. I, I, well, again, my husband was transferred back to New York because our hometown. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when we had the opportunity, I had four daughters, a thriving career, very busy to move back to being your family, right. which is the right move for us. And being in media relations and, you know, New York is still the media capital of the world. Um, while, you know, cannabis was still when we moved more of a West Coast um, entity and now it's on the East Coast. And we're so happy to be like, I'm living in New Jersey now. New Jersey's on the ballot. Um, so it made sense to move back. And here we are. And just to close the loop on the family thing, mm-hmm. well, as I mentioned a few times, I followed my husband around to many places. Um, we can get to this a little later. But um, about a year ago, when things were really scaling, exactly, exactly a year ago, as things were really scaling within the business. Um, I was, I've been busy, I've been on the road, you know, we're in COVID now, so I'm not traveling, traveling every other week for clients, conferences all around the country. My husband actually is now home with our four daughters. So <laughs> he left his great. career because my, you know, my business has been just so busy. Um, mm-hmm. He's home with the kids, we're back in New York and we're now a team of 20, 44 clients and having a great time. Oh, I want to dive into that when we get back about your clients and how you're you're going about choosing who you're working with or are they choosing you, et cetera, Rosie. Hey, look, uh, we're going to take a break. I'm having fun today with Rosie Matteo, founder and CEO of Matteo Communications in the cannabis space. Uh, we'll be right back. Thank you. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. Pempire, a show dedicated to exploring the many potential therapeutic uses of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of healing and now making a heroic comeback, Cannabis has the potential to promote health and well-being, bring the body back to homostasis, and foster recovery for a healthier way of living. Hempire focuses on a diverse range of serious health issues, presenting views ranging from those of patients and their loved ones through those of researchers and medical professionals. Welcome to Hempire. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. (laughs) They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? 
Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis. With Plant Profits, I am your host. Plant Profits is fueled by Produce Global People Solutions. I'm here today with Rosie Matteo, founder and CEO of Matteo Communications. And Rosie spent some time today just really uh, bringing us up to speed on where she is today. And she's she's uh, started out in New York, went to Boston, went to Chicago, went to Seattle. She's back in New York. She's got four girls. She's got a husband who is at home who's uh, 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 spending time raising the girls and uh, with school and everything. And and she's got a thriving communications business in cannabis. And that's where we left off. And Rosie, let's talk about that a little bit. And uh, 44 clients. That's a lot. It seems like a lot for anybody at any time. And, and, uh, so how, how are you handling all of that? And, and, you know, pre COVID COVID, the effects of that in the business and how, how's that all played in the communications game? Yeah. So, um, while, you know, my name is on the door and yeah. start talking about me and how I got into, into the state, yeah. um, we're 40 of our clients. We're also now a team of 20. So um, things have definitely evolved over the past few years. Um, and just to tell you how we got to this point. So as I mentioned, I worked in tech. Um, and uh, one of my, uh, the CEO of one of the companies I work for had been watching what was happening with, with my business. It was just me for the first four years. Um, and at some point, I, I think I was managing 12 clients on my own. And it was really starting to get a little overwhelming. Like the, we were doing, I was doing a great job and people wanted to work with me, but one person can't manage, you know, more than 12 clients themselves. When people hear that I did 12 by myself, they think it's crazy. But back then I was just going. Um, And in uh, 2018, uh, the CEO of this company I worked for, Vitals, was like, Rosie, what's going on here? Like, I I see what's happening. You know, what are you doing here? I'm like, "I I don't know. Like, I don't know how to scale a business. I don't know how to run a business. I just know I know what to, how to do what I know how to do, which is be a publicist. Yeah. And he said, but I do. I built so many companies. Let's let's partner. So okay. I brought in somebody who I really respected, Mitch Rothschild, CEO of Vitals. He had okay. just did that company uh, to WebMD. And he came on board to help me scale the business. So okay. in 2018, in December, we we um, hired our first like full-time employee, two full-time employees. And we were wow. three. Um, I went out, we hired them in November. I went out to MJ BizCon, came back with eight more clients. We were 20 clients and three people, or maybe almost four people. And for the past um, two years, we've grown to, like I said, 44 clients. We're a team of 20. We're not only doing PR. We are doing public relations, social media, investor relations for public companies. We're doing SEO, 
paid media, content. So we really um, evolved into a full service communications agency. Okay. Um, so as we've, as our clients have been growing, we've been growing with them. And as we've added mm-hmm. services, they've taken them on. So mm-hmm. that brings us to today. So, you know, we're in, we're in the middle of, of COVID and communications have never been more important. There have been so many pivots over the past, you know, four or five months we've been home. Like, uh, how absolutely. do you communicate with your, with your, your stakeholders, your employees? Mm-hmm. Um, what happens when, you know, it's deemed essential, not essential, um, how can we help the community? How can we make sure that we're getting pay, uh, the medicine or the products to our clients, patients? Um, so there's been so much we've been doing over the past uh, five months. And I'm really proud that we've been able to uh, provide these communication services to our clients when they really need them most during this very, very unique time in history. Well, this all happened so fast. We're talking November of 2018. Yeah, uh, This is less than two years ago. No time, as they said. Yeah, you were three and a half people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you, you know, and and now you have this whole um, book of services from the communication perspective that you're providing to your clients. So I would imagine now you're different phases of your services uh, with your clients. So you're doing different things, many different things for for your clients. It's not just PR work and Correct. one one thing. Correct. So how is that for you? You know, leading that adventure because that I don't know if that was your vision you know right I have to pinch myself and I'll bring it back to my husband I always want to talk about him but he's been so supportive of me so come please talk about as as I was getting really stressed out my husband at that point was still working and he'd he'd watch businesses grow he was an analyst he really understood Mm -hmm. like the way of the world and he's yeah. like, Rosie, and I was so stressed. I'd like cry at the dinner table. I'm so overwhelmed. He'd say, Rosie, you got to scale this thing, right? And mm-hmm. he said, imagine one day you wake up, you take the girls to school, you go to the gym, you do your workout, you yeah. walk to the office with your Starbucks, and there are people working there. And I said, that'll never happen. And it's happened. So I come in and I, and it's all about the team. And I, and I look back at it and yeah. Um, or actually right now, sometimes I say to myself, I don't do what I used to do. Like, and I miss it sometimes. I used to be the pitch person. I did everything, but we've hired so well. And we have such an amazing team that mm-hmm. now I do a lot of business development. I, I've talked to like, you know, the CEOs of the companies, mm-hmm. I, I obviously lead strategy and vision, but it's really about the team. Like, mm-hmm. like I said, my name is on the door, but the 20 people who are working every single day, servicing yeah. the clients, strategy, pitching, and I oversee that. It is the most rewarding experience of my life. Like I, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, Renee's got it. Mel's got yeah. it. Patrick's got it. Like they, they've got this going on. So if you hire well, um, mm-hmm. I've been able to like move into this like CEO role, which I never thought. Like I was saying yesterday, I posted like yeah. on my Instagram story. I was like signing a contract on um, on DocuSign, and it says you know your name, your title, uh-huh. Rosie Maddio, CEO and founder, Maddio Communications. And I never get sick of seeing that because. I never envisioned myself being like a CEO of a company and having people who, you know, having this amazing team. So it's really a dream come true. And I have to pinch myself sometimes. Yeah, that, that is, that is great. I I love that. You said it's all about your people. So, so how did you, how did you acquire the talent that fit the vision so well? So I have to say we have, um, you know, and Samantha's been very, very helpful to me too, but we've got right. a great, you know, in-house recruiter okay. um, and who, who understands me and the way that I tick. Yeah. And so she's been able That's to so find the right people. So we have the most incredible, forget about the work we do, the culture and um, like the unity of the team is just, it's really what makes us who we are. Yeah. That, that, that is, that, that is great. That, that is great. Now, let me ask you this. We're, 
you know, in your space, have you kept it to cannabis companies? So we are mostly cannabis, but mm-hmm. the reason why we've grown so rapidly and become a sought after agency, mm-hmm. because we always took a mainstream approach. And while we always, okay. you know, we obviously pitch cannabis trades and they are like our base and we love our cannabis people. Yeah. You know, we The reason we grew and became sought after is we've been placing in Vogue, Business Insider, Bloomberg from day one. Right. So for us, we do keep a few non-cannabis clients just to make sure that we are really tapped into popular culture. Um, okay. So we have a company called Ipsy as a client. They're a huge oh. um, like a subscription beauty company and a few yeah. others. I've so heard of that. To reach out to those like business reporters and the retail reporters and the beauty reporters, which all plays into cannabis. So it's important to keep our feet in like mainstream, but really sure. almost solely cannabis focused. No, that's that's uh, that's great that you're able to do that i was and, and and so the way you see it the mcs of the world they really they help you serve your core clientele better correct um uh-huh. like, and, and also it's just like uh, it's both like we know the people like the cbd company cbd beauty mm-hmm. right we know mm-hmm. those reporters or like the people who are covering like e-com we work with jane technologies we work with nug club these are e-commerce mm-hmm. so the people that we're talking to with ipsy and some of the food companies that that we, that we work with um we're able to keep those mainstream contacts um mm-hmm. and bring it over and that's really mm-hmm. been the secret to our success bringing this mainstream approach to an industry that you know while was marginalized or stigmatized mm-hmm. it is coming into the fold and we feel in a, in a small way, we played a part in that, making sure that from day one, I thought this was a great story. I was mm-hmm. pitching Bloomberg. I was pitching New York Times. And if we're able to tell those important Canada stories to mainstream publications, um, we're hoping it'll help move the industry forward and make sure that it's really being recognized, you know, for the power it is for both like health, wellness, and business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that's interesting that you say that mainstream. Because the the cannabis industry is fighting so hard to become mainstream, right? And I'm sure the CEOs that you work with, they want their products, whatever they're doing, their communication, uh, their positioning against the competitive set, their communication with their consumers, to to make them feel part of the mainstream, the environment, the, the what they do on their everyday lives, to meld into that that perspective and that vision of that consumer. I would imagine that's what you're doing. Correct. Correct. Oh, that's good. That's good. Hey, we're going to take a break. I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits, it's fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. We're having a discussion today with Rosie Matteo of Matteo Communications. She is the CEO and founder of that business. And we'll be right back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room and Tom said, man, I'm really One Toke Over the Line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the Green Peak. 
Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The Green Peak with Richard Zwicky. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is him pink, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. I'm here with Rosie Matteo, founder and CEO of Matteo Communications. Rosie, so tell me the effect of COVID on your business. So I feel that we have done some of our best work ever, and I cannot be more proud of the team. Yeah. So um, March, you know, fifteenth, like I think everyone says, like that's like the day where yeah. like, our lives really changed, and we really sprung into action helping our clients. So there was within us, I give us an example in a span of twenty four hours. I'll use California as an example. We went from non essential to partial essential to essential to non essential back to essential. So what does one do? as a cannabis company. So we had to write all these positioning statements, like how are our customers going to get products? How are we going to be, you know, maintaining social distance? Like how can we communicate what's actually happening in real time when so much is happening in the background, things are changing. So we sprung into action. Also, we realized that there were so many needs um, in those beginning days. We heard all the stories about like people not having PPP equipment, you know, masks, gloves, gowns um, in hospitals. But guess what? Cannabis grows in dispensaries they are the most like sterile like clean places of all time and people really use ppe we were able to mobilize our companies to donate ppe items to mm-hmm. um like to their uh you know to the hospitals also mm-hmm. like we also have a lot of alcohol as you know part of like the the process of process we were able to help our clients pivot and uh, create hand sanitizers. That's right. All that. And also, um, you know, could we help, you know, get people who need their medicines most or their products most, um, you know, helping set up those hours for, you know, senior citizens or people with compromised uh, immunity. So there was Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff that we did around that. Also like writing letters to shareholders for our public companies, like how is this affecting business? What will this do for our quarter? So, Mm -hmm. you know, in every aspect or also through our social media, making sure that, Things that we were putting out to the public were being resonated with 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 customers on social media. So there was so much we did, and um, like I said, I'm really proud of the work we've done to make sure that um, our clients are surviving and thriving through a very very difficult time. No, that's that's terrific, Rosie. That that is absolutely terrific. Where do you see? I mean, what's your vision now 
I mean, you've grown so fast in two years. So we've What's grown your vision? fast. Yeah. Um, and we do still have big visions. So okay. um, like I said, two, two and a half years ago, we had one service and now we have, you know, eight services. So I want to continue right. to get better and better at each of these functional expertise. Um, right. As our clients need new services, we want to be able to add them and meet and exceed their expectations. Um, we are also, I want to continue to hire, you know, a, a great people. And we were sure. just... Um, this is going to be the future, but we just opened our LA office and we opened a Toronto office. I want to continue to grow. That's what I wanted to hear about. Offices. Yeah. Five people in LA. We have two people Great. in Toronto um, because like I guess we, we manage a lot of public companies and a lot of them uh -huh. are listed in Canada. So our head of investor relations, um, we came from Aurora Cannabis, okay. now leads our IR division. So that's out there. We, we are building our influencer division out in LA, making sure that um, you know, PR and influencer are integrated. Uh -huh. So I just want to continue, and this is my personality, I just want to get better and better and better day after day. And if we do that, um, I think the world is our oyster. Oh, that's great. That is, uh, that is awesome. If you wanted to simply say your value proposition to, to your space, to your industry, to your target, what would that be? I would say we really bring a mainstream discipline uh, to communications in the cannabis industry, uh, making sure that our clients are well represented um, among yeah. the top companies in the world, but just happen to be cannabis companies. That's terrific. That's terrific. What message would you have uh, for your your girls and other women out there that's that's out there trying to do something and and you being a you have to be a role model for your girls. So. So this is how I live my life and how mm -hmm. I, I try to, you know, put this out on my social media, like to my friends, my followers, my girls, just do the work. If you live and work in integrity and yeah. do the hard things and just do your best every day, that is all you can do. So just teaching the value of hard work, discipline and consistency mm -hmm. goes a long way. And if I could teach my girls that, mm -hmm. um, that would be very important to me. And also one other thing I mentioned earlier about my husband staying home mm -hmm. also to make sure that like, there's no such thing as like a traditional role. If you want to do something, yeah, you find a partner or a support system or your parents, your family to support those initiatives, find people who support you and lift you up. Mm -hmm. um, and that will also bring you really a long way. Mm. That, that is, that is so valuable. Hey, I, I have a daughter and she's in Chicago and uh, she's working real hard. And, um, you know, uh, I think some of the words you just shared are just very, very important. And what it brings to mind for me is integrity. It's integrity of what you do every day you wake up and, and your commitment to the vision of where you're going and what you're, what you're all about. And, and, and also now that you have this company, it's a commitment to your team, your people. You have a responsibility and accountability to, to their well-being by your actions on a daily basis. 100%. It's, it is so extremely important. And, and I hope that you never get tired of seeing Rosie Matteo, CEO of Matteo Communications, you know? Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> hope you never get tired of that. And I, I really enjoyed our time today. Is there something you want to leave the uh, leave us to you today if you if there's something you just would like to say that would be important to you to leave. Yes, you. and I didn't bring this up, and it's important that I do. Okay. Um, one of the most important things I want to see your agent to continue to do is give back and support those people who have been um, wrongly persecuted by the war on drugs for many years. We are proud mm -hmm. sponsors of the Last Prisoner Project. We're actually doing a ride tomorrow and, and Friday, 100 miles. 
uh, to raise money for Last Prisoner. We raised fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Um, I want to make Congrats. sure that we are lifting other people up. You know, we are profiting uh-huh. from an industry that's put so many uh, black and brown people uh, behind bars for what we are making money uh, for. So mm-hmm. making sure that we are giving back and making sure that we are lifting people up along with us. And I want to you know, encourage the entire industry to do that. Well, that's awesome. And I, I think that is so important. And you know, what's um, what's really cool about this and takes us right way, that is becoming mainstream. Every guest now that, that I have on Plant Profits or really diving into that part of the cannabis space is, is that, hey, we have to do the right things uh, by the folks that have been, you know, uh, the underserved that have been overpenalized, right? Uh, right? In, and in this arena. We, we forget when you're heads down working, but yeah, it, it's so important and we gotta remind ourselves and our clients and our employees every single day that, you know, if we're not giving back, we're, we're not doing the right thing. Absolutely. Uh, Rosie, thank you. Thank you for for uh, uh, being here today. And, and thank you for also doing the things you do with Produce Global. Uh, we, we really appreciate that. We, we consider you, Rosie, part of the family. And um, I'm sure I'm sure we'll absolutely we're going to continue talking with you. And I, hey, look, I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Thank you uh, for joining us here today, all of you. You can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com or subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your podcasts. Please go and check us out. Follow Produce Global, uh, People Solutions Business through our social network, including all of them, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Uh, We're everywhere. Finally, learn more about how we are building companies and we're changing lives at Protus Global. And that's protusglobal.com. That's P-R-O-T-I-S, global, G-L-O-B-A-L.com. Until next time, cheers. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.